0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of She Can Share. This is Melissa, your podcast host, and I'm so excited that you are joining me today. I don't know where you're doing, where you're at, if you're driving, if you're on a run. I mean, my favorite is to exercise and listen to a podcast because then it's like, I feel like I'm learning and I'm like getting that workout in. So I don't know what you got going on today. I don't know what you got um, yourself into, But I would love to just take a moment just to pray over you um, before we launch into the show today, before we launch into the content. So God, I just thank you so much for the person that is tuning in today. God, I thank you that you know them intimately, that you know who they are. Your word says, God, that you literally know the number of hairs on their head. God, I pray, Father, for whatever whatever's on their heart today, whatever they're going through, whatever they're facing, Lord, that you would strengthen them, that you would encourage their heart. And Lord, just that you would bring divine wisdom to their life in whatever way that they need. And Lord, if they need any type of physical healing in their body, God, I pray for that now and release it to them in the name of Jesus, an increase of joy, health, and healing right now in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay. Well, hey there, super excited that you're here. I'm really looking forward to what I want to share with you today. I want to talk to you about how to build a life and business that you love and maybe even do it from home. Okay. I mean, I wanted to work from home when I was working a job that I did not love Um, because I wanted to be at home with my kids more and I wanted to be able to throw in a load of laundry when I needed to, or, you know, turn the crock pot on. And I was finding time was an issue for that. And a huge core value of mine is freedom, (laughs) right? I love to live in freedom. I desire to have time freedom. So, um, that was one thing that I really wanted. And we're going to talk about this today and how to really do that. So the first The first thing that I want to share with you is a story that I feel like has been so profound for me in my life and learning how to align my life with God's plan for my life. Um, And so I want to share this story with you. I've shared it on previous episodes. So if you've heard it before, then you're going to enjoy it again. And if you've never heard it, then sit back with maybe a nice cup of coffee or some happy juice i've talked about happy juice before it's an amazing gut health supplement that i drink but anyway i'm you know i'm getting off topic but it's basically this story of when i was working a job that i was not satisfied in that i did not love and i had no next step you know, in my life, I've always kind of felt God leading me and showing me the next thing to do. Well, in this season of my life, I had no idea what the next step was. And that can be a pretty scary feeling when you just don't know what you're doing and um, and you're not happy with where you are. It's okay to have a plan if you're not happy with where you are and you know where you're trying to get to because you feel motivated to get there. But when you're not happy with where you are and you don't know where you're going, Then it's just a really vulnerable place. And that is the place that I found myself in when I was working a job in childcare and dropping my kids off at one end of the building and going after and looking and going and looking after somebody else's. And I can remember praying and just like really asking God, like, Lord, what is the next step? What is the thing that I should do? And around that time, it was Christmas time. And my daughter was really little at the time and she was in preschool. And I had asked her, "Honey, what do you want for Christmas?" And when I asked her that question, in my head I was thinking of a Barbie Dream House and easy bake oven, like something really cool. And I knew that she probably didn't know what any of those things were because we don't watch regular TV. She doesn't see commercials. We just got Netflix, guys. <laughs> but when I asked her that question, I was so surprised by her answer because she looked at me and she just said, "Mommy." I want a dump truck. And I was like, you want a dump truck for Christmas? It was so random, so out of left field. I had no idea where it was coming from. Talked to my husband about it. We laughed about it. And then the next day, her teacher sent a picture to the parents of all the children at recess lined up along this chain link fence. And they were looking every single day at this dump truck that would come by the schoolyard, pick its big, Back end up, dump the trash in, pick it up. And anyway, it was obviously just like this massive structure that she thought was kind of cool, probably as like a preschooler seeing this massive thing happen. And it was just, I guess she just thought it was cool. And so I realized, I was like, wow, she is asking me for something that she can see. But what I had in store for her was something that she had never seen before. which which was way better and way more in alignment with something that I knew she would really love. And God totally spoke to me through that whole situation. And he said, Melissa, whatever you ask for in this season, I'm telling you right now, it's a dub truck. But what I have in store for you is a Barbie dream house. So I need you to just trust me. And I have to tell you when we are in seasons, where again, we don't know what we're doing. We don't know where we're going, but we just feel like God's like, trust me, it is really hard and really challenging. And I just want to like take a moment that if you're in that spot today, I see you. Like, I get it. (laughs) I totally understand the waiting game. It's really challenging. I just want you to know, I get it. Sometimes it's nice to just hear that when you're in that spot. But what I want to share with you, the first thing in order to build a life and a business that you love is you have to understand there's a scripture in the Bible that says that God has things in store for us that we have not even hoped, thought of, or imagined. And in that time, when I was working in childcare, I was applying for like the assistant director at the childcare job. I was applying for all these jobs that I, that were not great but they were the best that I had. And, they, and at the time I really wanted them and I kept getting rejected, rejected, rejected. And sometimes in life, and what we really need to understand is that we will go for things. We will pray for things. We will desire things and ask for them and it'll be a no. It'll be a, yeah, and it'll be, feel like we're getting rejected. When in reality, it's only because it's a dump truck. It's only because it's not God's best for our life. And so if you're in a season right now where you're like, I don't love life and I'm trying and it's not working out and I'm praying and my prayers aren't getting answered, number one, it could be because the Barbie, it's probably because the Barbie dream house is on its way, but also it could be because you are thinking way too small and you are not aligning yourself and who God says you are with who he says that you are. Can I just say, God thinks way more highly of us, even knowing all the things than we think of ourselves. You know, I think he takes the cross pretty seriously. I think he's like, you know what? I sent Jesus, my son, to die on the cross for all your sin, all your sickness, all your guilt, all your shame. It's done. It is it is finished. Now, can we move on, please? Can we please move on to you stopping, like, stop letting shame and guilt and condemnation hold you back from arising and shining and becoming the woman that I am calling you to be. Like, we've dealt with that. And I understand, right? I understand we are a work in progress. There are still things that we're working through. There's still things that we might be, you know, struggling with, but this is the truth is that when Jesus died on the cross and you received this free gift of salvation into your heart, it wasn't just, oh, I'm saved and now I get to go to heaven. It was literally an identity change. Our blood lineage is now in alignment with Jesus Christ, the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the literally the most high God. And so often we think of ourselves like a dump truck We remember all of our trash. We remember all of our sin. We literally call, recall, and live in who we were before when God's like, I'm trying to call you up. I'm trying to rename it, to call you higher. You know, you know. can I just, I'm just gonna say, this isn't in my notes, but, and I'll be honest, I don't have a lot of notes, (laughs) but I remember when I was first Saved, really, truly, like really walking with the Lord. I was really struggling with my personality. I was struggling with the way he made me. I felt like I was too much. I was too over the top. I said too much. I was an (laughs) oversharer. And I wished that I was like, and I'd read scripture, right? That was like a gentle, like a gentle and quiet spirit is pleasing to the Lord. I'd be like, oh, (laughs) but I'm not quiet. (laughs) Come to find out, it's all about, you know, an intimate trust in God. But at the time when you're a new Christian, you read stuff like that and you just feel condemned. And I was really struggling with the way that God made me. And I'll never forget being in a conversation. And I totally, I totally stuck my foot in my mouth, said something that I shouldn't got in my car and was beating myself up. And in the midst of me beating myself up about who I am, And going around and around in my head about all these negative thoughts about myself, I felt Jesus speak so kind and so lovingly to me. And he said, Melissa, you know, you are my ferocious babe. (laughs) And you know, you know, when it's God's voice, when he says something that you never could have thought up on your own. And it lifts your heart and inspires you to see Jesus and to see yourself the way that he sees you. And I just felt in that moment that God was like, I just adore you. I just think you're so awesome. And I like, did not think that about myself, but he was literally calling me his ferocious babe. I am still (laughs) 10 years on trying to live in that identity. You know, I was going to say shame on me, but I shouldn't say that because Jesus took our shame. But the truth is, is I find that God's like, come on, believe me quicker, believe me faster. Like, let's go girl, let's go. I died on the cross and renamed you a brand new identity Because of the blood that my son paid for on the cross for you. And so I want to encourage you that the life that God has for you, unless you can actually begin to dream it or to believe that something else is possible for you, you're not going to, you're not going to be able, if you can't see it, you're not going to be able to believe it. And I never, and this is where, this is where the faith piece comes in because I couldn't see this life that I'm living in right now, I love it. I love what I do. I couldn't see it. But what I'm saying to you is to pray this prayer because before you can start to have the life that you love, I would really recommend praying this prayer, God, give me the Barbie dream house. Or if you're a guy listening to this, even though this podcast is called She Can Share, I know, you never know. Pray for the Ken doll dream house because it's a prayer where you're praying, God, I know that your plans are way better than mine. I know that your thoughts are higher than my thoughts and your ways are higher than my ways. Would you do what only you can do? And if I don't see it, will you give it to me? Will you show me God speak to me and tell me things that I don't know. And so like, before you even start to pray for that thing, for asking for that thing, be open to the fact that God, that that might be a dump truck and God has something way, way better in store for you. Because I think so often we, God wants to do super abundantly more than all we can ask, think, or imagine, and we're okay with the crumbs on the floor. But let me tell you guys Jesus didn't die a brutal, bloody death for you to live and eat the crumbs off the floor. He died so that you can rise and shine and become the person that you are meant and created to be to live like heaven so that people can see it and praise their father in heaven. Ooh, I'm preaching to myself honestly. I'll be real. I really am trying to grab a hold of this myself. So, we are in this together, my friend. Number 2. You have to decide what you want. So, again, I'm just going to be so honest and so transparent. This has been so challenging for me. And I'm going to tell you why. It's because I have lived a lot of my life living for the expectations of other people and people-pleasing because I have based a lot of my worth around what other people think. And this is not good, guys. This is not good because... The fear of man is a snare. The Bible talks about that. And also, if we never get in touch with what we want, and I'm going to talk about this for a minute because it sounds selfish, but it isn't. If we never get in touch with what we want, then we're never going to live the life that God might be calling us to. And when I say the life that we want, because I feel like as believers, we're like, I want to do what God wants, right? Let me tell you something. When I was praying, God, what do you want me to do? What do you want me to do? I remember him saying to me, Melissa, what do you want to do? And I realized the reason why he asked me that question back is because he created me and he was trying to get me in touch with the desires that he has already placed inside of my heart. So often we think that our calling and the things that God's called us to do is like somewhere out there and we need to go find it. Guys, God created us. The blueprint. He put inside of us. He's not trying to make it hard. He's not trying to make it difficult. I think we look at other people. We try to do what other people are trying to do. We try to, you know, we're, we're trying to be like other people. Maybe we're allowing other people's opinions or expectations to dictate, you know, what God's trying to do in our own life. And he's like, hello, I'm wanting to co-labor with you. Can you please get in touch with the dreams, desires, and passions that I've already placed inside of you? And can we say yes to those? Cause that is the path that I have set out for you. And I'll just, I'll just never forget when God asked me that question, you know, like, what do you want to do? I was listening. This is, I was listening to a podcast, focus on the family, love them listening to a podcast. And I just thought the only thing God that I'm actually good at is talking. <laughs> I love that Jim Daly on focus on the family just gets to talk to people all day. I'd love a job that I could do that. You know, it's crazy. Do you know what's crazy? God gave me a job to do that because I believe He designed me and created me for that. Because God's not going to call us to do something that we were absolutely rubbish at. You know, He's not going to give me a job managing details because he knows what I'm like. Let's be real. Right? He equips us for the work of service that he's called us to. And in First Peter, it talks about that God has already deposited everything that you need for life and godliness inside of you. Go check that scripture out. It's incredible. So deciding what you want, it is not selfish. It's part of the journey of learning to understand the way that God has created you. So I want you to take a list, like make a list of all the things that you love to do and that maybe you'd want to do in your life and really like give yourself permission to do that. Like, don't do what you think you should do. This is my problem. I'm like, well, I want to be really godly and I want to be really holy, which I do. But also I feel like God's like, Melissa, come on. Like, I know you. Like, stop pretending, Melissa. And here's the thing, even if it's wrong, even if it is selfish, I should probably write it down so that he can speak to me about it. He'd be like, oh, Melissa, you know what? That's probably a little bit more of you than it is me. But hey, let's like, that's, let's look at that. But if you're anything like me, which maybe you're not, um, sometimes you just want to, you want to so badly, please, God, you're actually so out of touch with who you really are. And he's like, hey, I created you. I love you. I've formed you. I want to go on a journey with you. Let's get personal. So make a list and write it down and pray over it and talk to God about it. Like really do that. I had to do that. It's taken me about a year. You know, I told my husband the other day, I said, do you know, like, I really, really do actually like country music. Like I do. <laughs> I do. <laughs> like, what is wrong with that? I do like it. Guys, I like it sometimes. So I'm going to put it down. Like, I'm, I'm going to put country music on my playlist because I like it. Okay. So it's going there. It's like, why, you know, like I really love going on walks. Yeah, I do. I'm going to write it down. And then I'm going to start to incorporate that in my life because it makes me, it makes me happy. It makes me feel good. Okay. Moving on. So make a list, write a list. I did this. I wrote a list of what I wanted in a job. The very, don't judge me. You might already be doing it. (laughs) The very first thing I wrote down on that list was I wanted a job where I could wear cute clothes. I just wanted to, that was just, that was just a desire. It was like, Lord, I right now I'm wearing Y gear every day and it's not bringing me joy. I would love a job where I could wear clothes that spark joy for me. I put that on the list. Number two, as I wrote down, I want a job that I have the opportunity to make a lot of money. I want a job that gives me time freedom. I want a job that glorifies you where I can preach your name. Like, look at this. We're talking about Jesus on this podcast. Okay, so I made a list, make a list. And number three, now this is where guys, it gets, you know, it gets real. I wanna encourage you to start creating content around it. Whether that's you starting to journal about it in the quietness of your own home. Like I've journaled since I was 16 about, about life and i and all the things, things that God's been speaking me, out, speaking me about. Create content around it. Because let me just tell you, one of the best ways to begin to like have a business, like it's not have a business, but also get yourself out there and get, you know, job opportunities, things like that. Like if you love admin work, guess what? People are going to start looking at your social media. It's like a business card these days. So, you know, blog, write a book. Yes, you can do it. Write a book, create video content. Um, you know, make, take pictures and post about it and really start to share and talk about it. That's why I love this podcast. She can share because your passions and the things that are inside of you that you're probably very, very knowledgeable about, they light you up when you talk about it. Trust me. I talk to people all day women all day that have passions. And when they start talking about it, they get, they get excited and who doesn't want to live with excitement every day. So starting to actually talk about it, whether it's even literally like you don't talk about it with your friends or with people, or you're not in a community of people that you feel like you can talk about it with. I want you to like, start putting it out there. Excuse me. I have a little bit of a cold. Like if you love gardening, right, don't just consume content about it, create content. Because when you start to operate and function in giving what God has deposited inside of you, I promise you, I promise you it's going to light you up because you're going to start to serve people with things that you're passionate about and you're excited about. And you're going to start meeting needs that are real and genuine that are in alignment with what you're gifted to do. So don't just consume content about your passions. Create content around your passions because it will be like a light on a hill, a a city on a hill that should not be hidden, but should give light to people in the house. So whatever that is, whatever God has gotten you excited about, even if it's cars, okay? Like people need to know about cars. People buy cars all the time. All right, that's information that could be helpful for people. Create content around it. If it's business, if it's gardening, if it's cooking, don't just consume content, create content. Because when you start sharing about it, people can tell that it excites you and it lights you up and it's authentic and it's genuine and it's real. And that is what people are drawn to. And if you can start creating content and putting it out there, especially content that you love, You can really start to um, generate an income by attracting your ideal audience, your ideal customer. You could create courses. Like I'm telling you now, the opportunity to create business online and create an income from it and doing something that you love is now. And it's an incredible time to do it. And that is what I have done. I created content around motherhood because I love being a mom and about my faith and about health and stuff like that. And it's created opportunities endorsed for me to work from home. So if you don't tell anybody about it and if you don't put it out there, no one's going to know. And when you start to do that, you give yourself permission to think about and dream about what would my life be like if I started to actually do this full time. So just to wrap it up, because I, I know time's getting on. But number one, to create a life and a, and a business that you love is pray this prayer, God, whatever you've got in store for me, I know it's a Barbie dream house and I might be just eating off, eating the crumbs off the ground. Like even now, no matter what level you're at, God has more for you. Okay. So I want to encourage you with that. Even now I pray, Lord, give me the Barbie dream house because it's a prayer that um, is God do super abundantly more than anything I could ever ask, think, or imagine. Number two, you got to decide what you want. And that is not selfish. It's really starting to, to understand who you are and how God has created you and start to write those down and give yourself permission to go after those things. And number three, create content around it, create and build. Because when you put yourself out there and you really start to move in the, in the gifts and the things that God's called you to, It's going to feel so wonderful and so good and so in alignment with who you are and who he's created you to be. It's going to spark so much joy for you and the world around you. If you want support in creating content, if you don't know how to create video, if you want to launch a podcast, if you want to create the Canva post, maybe you're super busy and you don't have time to do it. I have a done for you service. First of all, whoop, whoop. I also have a course that helps you to do that. And I offer a lot of coaching around this. So please reach out to me. My email is Melissa at Melissa <clears throat> excuse me Melissa at com. You can also find me on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, at Melissa Lee Hughes. and please, I would love, 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 love to support you. So guys, I hope that this helped. I hope it was encouraging, if anything, and I just want to thank you so much for being here. It's fun and I love it. So I hope you have a wonderful and fantastic day.